Welcome to Ed's Not Dead. I'm Robbie Dodd. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Casey Siddons. Hey. Hey, Welcome Casey. back after a long winter siesta. Yes, it's been a while. Yeah. And Mr. Peter Crable, of course, Mr. Krabs. Hello and welcome. It's good to see you. All right. This is the show, and we are brought to you by Pulp Education, a full-service educational media company specializing in leadership, instruction, and 21st century school reform. You can find the show on Twitter at Ed's Not Dead PC. And of course, the three of us looking snazzy in our suits on Ed's Not Dead.com. That's the last time I wore a suit right there. That is not true. You, <laughs> That's you're probably a, you're, true. You, you are a school leader now. You look res- respectable every day, right? Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but Mr. Crable's not much for ties. No, I wear ties. I don't wear suits. I don't like suits. Doesn't like. Oh, suits. really? Not a suit man. Not a suit man. No. You, you're a blazer guy. Uh, no, like a shirt and tie guy, or a okay, shirt and we, polo. Guy. He likes he likes nice polos. I don't really wear polos. Go off his, his sweet tats. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't really do that. Show off okay. your ink. I, I'm so I'm trying to figure out what you actually wear. So you wear a dress shirt with yeah. a tie. Okay, the, the, tie. the yeah. yeah, I do. I do know that you are a top button dress shirt uh, unbutton guy now. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Casey <laughs> on the choke your neck out. Casey, <laughs> Casey on the other hand is not a huge blazer wearer either, but he always buttons. Oh, I started up. wearing the blazer. I started wearing the blazers. I got a Did couple you? of them. Yeah. All right, and you and you and you and you're respectable. You you button the top button, <laughs> unlike Crable. I'm a suit guy. I like wearing suits. I do too, man. Yeah. I have a blazer from like 12 years ago that is hanging up in the boys' closet that Owen tonight was like, I want to see that coat. And I was like, what? What are you talking that about? That coat. And I brought it down and put it on. And he goes, like, I don't want to lie, but that coat looks pretty good on you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. And it was so old that it was like kind of like a trash bag. You know, it was very baggy. Oh, the baggy not, look. Yeah, it was not very uh, tailored. And I was like, it's, oh, thanks. Yeah. It looks terrible. Yeah. Now... There was that period there where, and if you, if you were svelte, you could handle it, but the, the, the suits and, and men's dress wear was made for like starving college students. Yeah. It was, it was so skinny. And <laughs> as opposed to when I like started wearing. Oh, you were decent, the nineties, man. Oh yeah. man. They were Baggier, so, the better. There are pictures so, of me with pleated plant, shoulder pads, <laughs> pleated plants, pleated, pleated plants. <laughs> Pe- no, I think it's pleated plants. Pleated plants. That's right. And cuffs. On oh the, the no. Cu- cuffs yeah. were a big deal. Can you, can you do a, uh, Mr. Siddons, can you do a Ron Burgundy on the pleats? <laughs> oh no, I'm not doing that. But <laughs> no. did you wear, I bet you wore, I bet you had a nice pair of penny loafers. <laughs> I did. I had some penny lovers and I went through and, and I went through a suspenders phase. Oh. That was that did was you ever do a bow tie like, phase? Never, never done the bow tie. Do I. I don't like how my, my head looks. It makes my yeah. head look like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what do suspenders never, feel like? Are they are they cool? Or? Oh no, I like suspenders. Yeah. In fact, like I, a tiger. <laughs> I I would go back to suspenders. Uh but you you know, you gotta get the you, you can't go. Would. You can't go with like the nipple clip suspenders that have the 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 cheesy metal clip. You have to go with the where's it, really where's the nice. Well, you need the 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 sewn in buttons on the inside of your pants, and oh, that and what? that's the those are true suspenders, but that's a little pricier. How much are is a good a nice pair of suspenders? I have no. I have no come idea. On, I come on, come on. I don't know. I haven't worn a pair in forever. I don't know the ones you I bought. How much do they I cost? Know, uh probably 75 75 dollars yeah more than i would have thought that was a josie banks back in the day yeah joseph you bought bought one they gave you 15 (laughs) and they're at they're out of business that's when you could walk in there and get the three suits for like a dollar 50 uh every career every career starter (laughs) that's right (laughs) did that move (laughs) all right uh we got a great show for everyone tonight we are going to focus on a piece in the Washington Post from the 5th of February, conservative-led school board fires a superintendent, shocker, fellas, uh, after allegations of private ultimatum and a teacher protest. Um, one guess on what the superintendent espoused that got him canned. Uh, lower taxes. Okay, that's wrong. Anyway, we'll get into <laughs> it in, in a minute. But first, before we talk about it, 
Uh, Mr. Siddons, you got a quiz for us at the end of the show. I do. And I have, I have a little, we'll talk about, I have a little extra segment to ask you guys before the quiz. All right. Are we doing the parallel quiz structure still? Oh yeah. 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 The parallel quiz structure is going to be, that's that's the other segment is, is really doesn't require any preparation. It's going to be good. I'm going to get your, Mm, your hot takes on some things. Crable, you know about this site. Do you know anything about it? No, No, I just, I I just, I just remembered. I just remembered that I wanted to talk about it and bring it up. All right. So let's catch up just for a minute. Um, All right, let's do it. Hey guys, what about that football game? There's a big football game <laughs> coming so up many. on Sunday. And this episode will drop if Crable has his act together before the Super Bowl. Hopefully. Uh, Mr. Siddons. Yes. Your quiz is who is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you're actually asking me. Actually, asking I'm asking me. you. That, um, yes. All right. It's okay. Um it's the Chiefs and the, the the Bengals. No, no, no. It's the Bengals and the 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 Los and the Los Angeles. They're blue and yellow. Los Angeles. Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Oh, okay, wow. you you got it. You get okay. you get you get credit. For that. yes, That's a lot the, of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. The Rams against all. I, what I was most excited about was that Aaron Rodgers was he lost. You know what? Don't be a don't be an A Rod hater. Why he's a, he's an anti-vaxer? You're okay. He did a little fib. He was no. He lied. He was using warm stones to. Put he lied. He warm stone <laughs> holistic care and he breathed oxygen instead. That's right. That's right. He you know these people have a major megaphone. He has a responsibility to be better, and he wasn't. Have, have you have you all noticed? Like quarterbacks have the insurance market on TV completely cornered. Yeah, I mean, they do that? they do Jeez. more insurance commercials between State Farm. And I don't know who the other one is. Peyton does insurance also, but all right. So the, on, the a, big game. On, a, on a, on a side note, yes. I went down a little rabbit hole on speaking of like censorship and, and all that. So I started to look up Spotify. Oh dear. Do you know how much their owner is worth or CEO? Oh, it's probably uh, that's a, that's $500 billion. A, no, I'll, I'll do a, do a, do a legit guess. Mr. Sins. And then, oh, how old, uh, and then how old he is. He's 39. Okay. And he's worth three hundred billion dollars. I'm gonna say he's thirty-five, and he's worth ten billion. Thirty-eight, and I'll double check, but three billion dollars. Oh man, I was way off. Jeez, I knew it started with a three. I think that's like the richest person in the world. Uh, You know, is this territory three hundred billion? That's I mean, after a million, the numbers don't mean anything. I don't know. Three thousand million. Anyway, it's like rice kernels. Interesting kind of sidebar. Where do we? So since we have a pod that, by the way, just for our listeners, and thanks to them, we are we have our numbers are far superior to Joe Rogan's numbers. (laughs) Um, Where do you fall on the Joe Rogan, Neil Young misinformation on vaccine? I didn't know it. I didn't know anything. I mean, I don't, I don't follow Joe Rogan at all or, you know, the news that he's in or creates or whatever. So I, I still don't even really know like what exactly he said or was saying. He had some guests on that, that shared misleading or even worse, just flat out wrong information. He always has guests on that do that for years. They knew what they were getting when they signed him on. I'm it's just, it's just another way that corporations rule what we hear and see. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the world. That's the country we live in. He is the biggest megaphone of all podcasts in the entire world. And all he does is spout misinformation and lies and people <laughs> eat it up. Come, 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 hot take. Yeah. It's not oh, a hot yeah. take. It's just ridiculous. It's like I, I love, they have so much money and really all it comes down to is the fact that he's worth so much money and it's all about money. And you know what? Neil Young, to his credit, since, since the 1960s, has been fighting this kind of fight forever. And uh, kudos to him. Uh, yeah, who, by the way, also has espoused some cockamamie ideas in the past. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doubting that, but okay. I will also say musicians, and Crable should probably know this, musicians are, are poor, basically screwed by pl- streaming services like Spotify. They get like minuscule amounts of money for, for people unlimited amounts of streams of their music 0.001 cents for every there you go there you go so i i i do think uh there was an article in the post it was it amused me um i love just the clickbait on 
titles. It was something along the lines of it was hyperbolic about the artists that were following suit uh, with Neil to abandon Spotify. <laughs> and it was, I started to, I was like kind of excited. Okay. Let's see who else is, is taking a stand. <laughs> it was like Nils Lofgren and Joni Mitchell. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most people don't even know who they are. Yeah. How much um, do you the, think, the Obamas, how much do you... the Obamas are pulling their podcasts. Oh, really? They're, they're, they've said they're going to be pulling it. The royal family, one of the royal family who has a podcast, I don't know, some of them. Yeah, and, uh, Brene, and Brene Brown has. And Brene Brown. So you know, you know what? I, I, it's very frustrating. It's just another example of people who have a ton of money and therefore a ton of power get to get to spout what our regular people get to hear every day. Joe and Rogan it's mostly lies. Go. No, I don't care. I don't care. Just guess. Four dollars. <laughs> He's yes. you don't like Joe Rogan, do you? Well, no, he, he, no he, it's just he, like you didn't know just, that he's been very. No, I didn't know. I didn't really yeah. know. I, he likes the other guy that's my age. I can't remember his name. Oh, Bill Burr. He's great. Bill Burr. Yeah, I, I kind of get Joe Rogan and Bill Burr confused. I mean, aren't they kind of opposite sides of a coin? Um, it's funny. Bill Burr talks about Joe Rogan sometimes on his podcast, but Bill Burr like is a critical thinker. Like he talks about vaccines. And he's like, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. I listen to the science. I listen to doctors. He likes Van Halen too. All there's, right. Let's there's, get, there's, there's a responsible way of doing it. Anyway, let's get sorry. back to the, let's get back to the game there. Um, all right. So Casey nailed it. The Rams and the Bengals. Let's do quick picks. Um, Mr. Crable. I'm going to go uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, upset pick. Upset, Mr. Sid's upset pick. 24, 27, 24. All right. I have, to, I have to come up with a score too. Like, no, you don't, anyway. no, you don't have to come up with a score. I just, I was feeling myself there. I never remember the math. Uh, I would love to see the Bengals win. When was the last time they were at the Super Bowl? 1988. Oh, very good. Is that right? The icky shuffle. Yeah, the icky shuffle. I'm, I'm a big fan of underdogs, and I would love to see the Bengals win. The okay. score will be. Oh, jeez. 13 14. <laughs> and game. the Bengals will win. <laughs> that's like the that's like the that's like the Rams Patriots. Like the, the Bengals will win because they will block the field goal of the Rams. Okay. <laughs> that was you you heard it here first. I mean that sounded like that was straight from the NFL network. The worst Super Bowl Just in saying. history until Just the last saying. play of the game. <laughs> I have a huge amount of knowledge. <laughs> All right, I'm going, uh, Crable. I'm going Rams. Okay, I'm I'm going better team, top to bottom. Yeah, although probably I'm a Joe, I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I like. Yeah. I like. I like. Cool I'm with Casey. I just something different, something new. Something I agree. Dog. I, I like agree. It. All right. Uh, are you? You guys are good. Everybody's good. Healthy, happy, uh, healthy, happy. Yeah, we got we got to do this so I can go watch the Winter Olympics. I've not really gotten into them yet. Okay. And I'd like to get into them a little they bit. They are boring as all get out. Are you are you an anti-winter Olympics? Person? Oh, especially wow. especially, yeah. I, I hate them. They're the downhill awful. skiing doesn't interest you at Snow all. Snow sports are terrible. <laughs> as you as you're as you, as you're about to go downhill skiing and <laughs> Mr. Siddons over here is is cross country man <laughs> is the the lowest form of skiing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Says the guy who does not exercise at all in any shape of the board. <laughs> all right. Uh, conservative love school board fires superintendent. All right, fellas. Uh, it sounds like Corey Wise got off to a good start in Douglas County, Colorado. He was voted in. We're still trying to kind of figure out what that means uh, last April. But all of a sudden, uh, the school board voted him out four to three in a special meeting on Friday. And the reason why uh, the tide turned on him as far as the, the board was concerned was because they had um, several conservative board members join the board. And um, they apparently met with superintendent wise behind closed doors, allegedly, and uh, offered him the opportunity to resign uh, or he would be fired. He was fired without cause. 
the liberal contingent on the board, I think, Mr. Graves, you're our resident lawyer. You can help us with this. Um, <laughs> are very upset. Three liberal members are upset, and they uh, contend that the conservative members of the board uh, violated Colorado open forum or open meeting laws. Um, Mr. Graves, you want to explain that in 10 seconds or less? Yeah. Anytime the board meets with three or more members, it has to be an open public meeting. Can't do it in secret. There you go. So I started the show by asking, what do you think he was fired for? Um, I can't remember what you said, Mr. Siddons. It was something ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> uh, I but, said lower taxes. Oh, you said lower taxes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Casey. Yes. What do you... Yeah, I guess I guess you already read it. Tell our tell our <laughs> tell our listeners what he was axed for. Oh my goodness! I, I don't. I don't. You can't put me on the spot like this. I wanted to just talk about the the implications of it. Now, not the the fact that I didn't read the details. Uh, that's you're a liar. You know, critical race <laughs> theory and mask mandates. Um, and he so came he, in. He came in and was and was hired in in a very positive way, or at least right? it seemed like pretty positive because it's a he's been in the district for 26 years i think something like that he was a teacher he worked there and uh it, it's it's i guess it turned very quickly once the the political shift happened on the board itself right yeah and the board president tried to make everybody feel better quote i recognize this is an emotional time for our community and want you to know I'm committed to restoring peace and unity to our school district with a continued focus on educating our children, which is a complete non-addressing of the issue that people are upset about. So I think it was last week, um, the community, which should be mentioned, is a very conservative county in Colorado, um, but people feel strongly enough about this that enough teachers called out sick uh, that they had to close school for the day. Um, it sounds like Superintendent Wise has has made a plea for his job right right before he was publicly fired, um, and doesn't sound like the conservative board is going to go back on what they've decided. Um, there was a thirteen hundred person call recently, and the liberal minority claimed their school board colleagues had violated. Uh, said Colorado's open meeting laws. So fellas, now we see superintendents biting the dust because they're allegedly espousing critical race theory. And I would, I would say fairly accepted health and safety guidelines, like <laughs> mask wearing. <laughs> um, what do you, what do you, what do you make of this? Oh, that, that I is thought Casey, I thought Casey was going to go first. That's why I was yeah. pointing at him. Sorry. Sorry about that. That was a little yeah. anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it, and I personally disagree. But if a school board is elected, they're within their rights to hire and fire a superintendent who they feel like aligns to their values. So, I mean, I know there's some, like, brouhaha over the method and, like, whether they met in secret and all that. And, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. But at the heart of it, you know, again, like a hallmark of this country is like local education control. And if they decide that they don't like what, what he's talking about, true or not true, he could have nothing to do with critical race theory. He could have nothing to do with that, all that. But if they want to get rid of him, I guess they can get rid of him. It's it's crazy. Uh, one of the new initiatives, or at least the new push from the MAGA folks, is uh, Trump and his cronies are telling people to run. And, and uh, what what's the other guy? The guy that has uh, Bannon. Bannon. So Steve Bannon has a podcast. Uh, he, <laughs> you know, uh, it's called. I think it's called the War Room. Yeah, and it's actually uh, a, it's actually a TV show. He has a well. It might be both, actually. Okay. But, yeah. Um. Anyway, it's a, apparently it's a talking point in his podcast and in Trump's uh, speeches, which he's telling all these people, you need to run for these formally innocuous. I, I don't. I, maybe innocuous isn't the best word, but formally, uh, uh, not really sought after positions in local government, like county, 
um, school board positions, election officials, other, you know, other positions that, you know, no one thinks twice about. And now we're seeing the fruits of that labor where you have school boards, which were technically are not partisan or a lot of them around the nation are not partisan and they are turning partisan if they weren't already. And this is the fruit of that. And Pete is exactly right. I mean, they were voted in. And if you want this stuff to not happen, then you need to pay attention to who is running and you need to pay attention to who you're voting for and make sure that you're voting for everybody or at least voting for people when it's, uh, how do I say it? I guess actually going out and vote. That's, that's what's important. And like the, the bummer about all of this, I think um, <clears throat> where it really gets lost and, is the the distillation of anything remotely related to race, racism, and or equity all being lumped together under the label of critical race theory and then critical race theory being labeled as, by some as bad. Like I do think, and I wish there could be space for like a, a discussion on, you know, how do we talk about or grapple with, you know, the history and implications of race in our country? Like I think that's a valid question. Right. Uh, what role do schools play? Um, what role do school districts play? Boards of education? Like, how do the adults frame those conversations and how are those presented in, to kids? But we're not doing that. We're just right. saying we're just like these dramatic actions of firing people or, um, you know, going after critical race theory is in labeling people at it or whatever the case may be. It's just stupid. It just sucks that like it just prevents any sort of mature adult conversation about something that is nuanced and difficult to discuss. And it's, and it's not like this stuff is going to go away. Right. So like we're shielding kids where people are ostensibly shielding kids from the truth of our nation's history and so on. But it's not like that stuff is, is not available. So like eventually you're going to come across it in your life that the Holocaust happened. You're going to, you're going to come across in the, in the, to the fact that um, reconstruction you know, about the the truth of reconstruction and, and after the civil war and what the civil war was caused by and things like that. So, you know, we're setting up students and, and children for a surprise, I guess, later in life, if they but, actually but, get to it. But, well, that's kind of a huge assumption. I mean, what if you go straight from a school system that doesn't educate kids about these things and then you go straight to watching Fox News for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're, you'll, you'll never you're in you'll, that bubble. You'll, you'll never leave. You'll, you'll never know. Yeah. Um, I, I would disagree on a couple of things. A school boards have been partisan in this country for a lot of years. Yeah. Um, there this is and I would also. But explicitly uh, partisan where they say they're Democrats and Republicans or absolutely a lot of them say they're nonpartisan, uh, even uh, though. Even though they're in in underhandedly, maybe they're not. A lot of it's regional, but I and depending on where you are, but um, and and I would say too that this is not the first cycle of um, school boards by any by either political persuasion or leaning, um, running explicitly on these kinds of issues and trying to trying to take a stand on, on, on things. I, the, the second thing that, that bothers me to your point, Mr. Krabs, <clears throat> that I think gets to the larger, let's have a discussion about race. It has to happen. Um, and then let's discuss how we teach kids about racism. Um, is that I get unnerved by the way school systems have backpedaled and said, no, 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 we don't trust critical. We don't teach critical race theory. Like school systems are as afraid of it also, or at least afraid of offending their constituencies. So they've, they've, they've almost, they've almost justified that it's somehow a bad thing. Uh, um, and that's how they own the narrative because the term was defined for them so correct it got got defined as horrible before anybody even knew what we were talking about but they've given up that ground completely i mean the 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 pr war on this the 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 critical race theories of that it's race theory of that it's going to make white children and staff feel bad about themselves they have the high ground it's they've you're right they've distilled it down to this idea that's so simplified and ridiculous um 
And I don't, I, I mean, I kind of fault educators a little bit on that, uh, that, that you got it. You got to, you got to push back. Um, and, and I, Even I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think there's a conversation like you said to, to be had, I mean, why couldn't at a board meeting, somebody say, okay, let's actually look at what critical race theory is and have a discussion about it. Sure. It would piss people off, but at least you'd have an open conversation about what it is and isn't. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know, you know, the, the problem with that now is though, is that superintendents like wise might lose their jobs in the process. Um, and, and that's a concern for me too. Also as a professional educator, you're right, Peter. I mean, they can hire fire whoever they want. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's pretty discouraging that a guy like this, who has a great background has served the system. Um, and it sounds like the community is upset about it as, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, but it goes back to the original point of that Pete brought up, which is they're upset about it. So um, you need to vote them out. Yeah. And that was going to be, you know, what I said, it's like, it's actually, you know, in general, um, it's, it's good, whatever your political or, you know, persuasion, it's good practice to get the people that you like running for local government. And in many ways, board, the board of education is like the epitome of local government. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Direct impact on, you and or your kids lives of, you know, so they're thereby something that's extremely important to you. And so, yeah, to case of your points, like, okay, well, if you didn't like it, well, these four people were just voted in. If you don't like how they handle it, vote them out, yep. but it's, you know, it's not going to go away. And then the pendulum potentially, you know, whether it's in Douglas County or somewhere else could swing back the other way where, you know, more liberals are, 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 uh, elected and then they do something and then they piss people off and more conservatives are elected. And it could be a gross miscalculation on their part because it's one thing to hit your wagon to an unpopular policy. It's another thing to fire a person. Yep. Um, this is, this is, this is personal. I mean, yep. I, uh, people are protesting. Teachers are upset because they like this guy and he's a, he's a, he's a homegrown leader. And, um, and it sounds like some parents from the from the piece are upset too. A parent of student of a student with special needs liked what he was doing with special education and was was felt like her kid would be personally impacted. So, yeah. all right, well, there's this has been a theme this year: uh, raucous behavior at school board meetings, and now superintendents getting fired and. Oh, schools um, are right in the thick of it, man. Yeah, yeah. they are more, they more are. so than at any other time in my career. Yeah, and and you know it's funny. I don't really. I mean, I know we did that piece on potential. Merrick Garland talked about potential federal intervention when when I know nothing. I, yeah, it's been it's been the 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 federal response to issues of education locally has been pretty weak. We had we had Secretary Cardona's speech that we were maybe going to talk about but honestly fellas i was not interested this is snooze fest i mean and, and <laughs> so and that's the problem right you, you come in and you talk about educators pushing back like for all of her many faults like at least betsy devos made headlines oh i exactly well yeah i mean if she, let, let's she drove fair. The, she drove the narrative even if we were talking mm-hmm. about dumb stuff isn't there a middle ground? Because I have to say, I mean, the buildup to the Biden administration was we're going to have professionals, right? Yeah. Professionals in national security, professionals all across the government, running the government. But do you have to have a total snoozer administration with professionals? No. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some bit of in between Betsy DeVos <laughs> and like. I just a doorknob. I, yeah, I mean, there's 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 not a lot of excitement going on. Yeah, and I mean, they could stand up and say, I think that schools have a place for discussing difficult, you know, parts of our country's history. You know, I think it's a nuanced conversation. Like whatever you want to say, that's way too wordy and not an easy explanation. That's fine, but at least you know, say something, make some headlines, do some interviews, like get out there and I, I like agree. drive the conversation. 
Dr. Biden hadn't done much either, has she, Casey? No, not. The, I, I mean, I, that was no. going to be that was going to be her big thing. Is she was going to be our ally? And I, 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 just, I think with all the other things that the Biden administration is dealing with, with Ukraine and Afghanistan and the and COVID, I think pr- probably the strategy is let's not talk about education because it's going to muddy our. I understand. I understand that, but I'm saying like the other side of it is maybe they're not talking about it because it's going to muddy the water of their communication even worse. Well, what about, but, but what about the money that they have given the school systems? Have they talked at all about how they've saved public education during a pandemic? How it's prevented millions of people from being laid off, how it's kept schools open, how it's kept the buses running on time. you like your childcare when your kid goes to school every day. Oh, we just gave you $80 billion for that or whatever. I, I, I right. think nothing, nothing. I, I, I think they've dropped the ball. For sure. But, for sure. But, yeah. But it's only been a year. So maybe they can, maybe <laughs> they can re- retrench. All right. Uh, let's keep our eye on superintendent. Wise. see if he gets his job back, goes to a neighboring system, gets another superintendency that they're on the hook case for what? Two years, 250 grand plus. That's right. And Benny's. I'll take it. He'll be on the Not golf too bad. course. Plus outstanding yeah. expenses. Yeah. That's right. He's, he better have saved his gas. He ate at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> better pay him back. All right. Uh, don't go away. When we come back, we've got, uh, I, I have a feeling it's going to be one of the best quizzes ever, Mr. Siddons. <laughs> oh, plus, I have a, a new little mini segment for plus us. Plus too. an unnamed segment that we're waiting. Bated breath. Don't go away. We'll be right Welcome back to Ed's Not Dead. As always, we're brought to you by Pulp Education, a full-service educational media company specializing in leadership, instruction, and 21st century school reform. Final segment of the show, Cravel's got to get to the Winter Olympics. So (laughs) we have an unnamed segment that we're incredibly excited about. Uh, Mr. Siddons is going to frame it for us in a second, and then we've got a Siddons quiz right before we wrap things up all right so tell us about the new seg all right so there's so much news coming at us every day if you have a good idea for the name of this segment please send it us our way because my brain is fried and i couldn't couldn't come up with a good one um so i'm going to read out some news headlines from recent times about education issues going on and then mr crable dr dodd you're going to tell us as the prognosticators on the pod, whether they are one of three things. One, is it a non-issue? Don't have to worry about it. Nothing to sweat about. The second one, the bear is watching. (laughs) Meaning it could be a problem. Stay tuned. It's a little DeVos throwback. And then number three, we're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, is going to be a major problem. (laughs) You ready? Yeah, go. What I'll do is I'll give you the headline. And you do we jump? Do we do we jump in, or you give us each one? Uh, or do both, we? But you want us to weigh in on? We both, both do it. Both weigh on it. Okay, yeah, both weigh right. in it. And I'll read the headline first, and then I'll also read the byline for you. All right. All right. The headline from Axios: COVID pushes teachers to pivot careers. Teachers are leaving the education workforce at a rapid clip, with rates of attrition among educators up sixty-six percent from pre-pandemic levels. The careers that p- teachers are migrating toward include software engineer, real estate agent, and salesperson, according to LinkedIn's research. Non-issue, bears watching, or we're screwed? I'm going to go with uh, bears watching. Uh, I don't think we're quite at a we're screwed level because I f- kind of feel like we would already be there, that like everybody would have quit already if they were going to quit. And I still think we'll lose people, and I still think we're not going to get some into the field as a result of the last two years. But I'm I'm not ready for a a, a we're screwed declaration quite yet. Right. I, I'm go- I'm going to go out on a limb and probably anger some of my teacher friends. I'm going to say non issue, non issue, non issue. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to say that we've experienced a pandemic. Uh the herd has been thinned. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not the appropriate choice. But that, you know, the labor market across a lot of industries has been impacted 
I think we're going to get teachers back, both uh, those that maybe leave the, the profession temporarily. And, you know, I'm a shameless believer in public ed that I think we're going to, I think we're going to get a whole new flow in the pipeline of people that are interested in the profession. Whole new I, t- I, I tend to think, I tend to agree. I think yep. the uh, pendulum is going to sw- swing and we're going to have seed districts make the teaching profession a lot more attractive. I, I, I agree. I think you're right. I think we come out of this and I, I, I think maybe, maybe they're doing that right now. I mean, certainly we see signs of that. They are going to great lengths to attract people. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully that'll continue. All right. Yeah. Next one. All right. Number two in tech, the headline in Texas, this is New York times, a battle over what can be taught and what books can be read. A new state law constricts teachers when it comes to race and history, and a politician is questioning why 850 titles are on a library shelf. The result, quote, a lot of our teachers are petrified. Non-issue, bears watching, we're screwed. What do you think? Dr. Dodd, you're first. We're screwed. Specifically, <laughs> Texas is screwed. Right. Um, you know, it's it, it goes without saying that localities states that make these kinds of moves they're they're just in my opinion hurting themselves hurting their kids hurting their electorate uh you know what's what's better than having a completely illiterate and uninformed electorate that's just that that leads to great outcomes for a state so we're they're screwed i'm not screwed other other school systems are not screwed but yeah places like texas are going to be screwed yeah and yeah, show me, show me uh, anybody in history who was pro book banning yeah. that ended up on the right side of history, mm-hmm. like literally has never happened. But yeah, for me, I mean, I, it's, I'm between non-issue and we're screwed, but it's not a bear's watching just for the reasons Robbie said. It's, it's so local and hyper local that um, I think it will never really like take root across the country, but certainly there will be more areas that feel emboldened or righteous in their, they're like taking out of curricular and or other reading materials. Yeah. And it's tough for them, but even for them, I think the pendulum will come back and all those books will end up back in libraries at some yeah. point. Cool. All right. All right. Last one. And I'm going to add a, a fourth category for you to, to throw a wrench in the wheel here. Ooh. Uh, the last category that you can pick from in our status is there's hope. Oh, oh, there's hope. There's so hope. you can pick. That, you can pick non-issue. Bear is watching. We're screwed. Or there's hope. Okay, doesn't right. fit that neatly on the continuum. I know, but because it's okay. the article, the article itself didn't really fit in the continuum. It okay. could. All right. All right. So the last one for for our segment today: New Jersey governor to end school mask mandate in move to normalcy for the first time since the start of the pandemic. New Jersey district will be permitted to allow students and teachers to stop wearing masks. Mr. Krabs, does this mean that local school districts can still make their own decisions or does this mean that no one is allowed to? It means the way I read it is that districts based on their cases and their issues in their districts can choose to have masks or not. Yeah. I I think um, it's good. (laughs) You know, I mean, every County, um, has different numbers in different, um, you know, different levels of infection. So I think that there, there has to be some end in sight and just preparing for the end in sight doesn't really mean anything. Um, it happened in Maryland, right? You know, it happened in Virginia and there's still schools districts that choose to mask because they have high rates of infection. So mm-hmm. I think preparing for kids not to wear masks is, fine and good and right. And it doesn't, you know, as long as it's not in the middle of like the, the, the Omicron wave, right. <laughs> which is ridiculous. But um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'd say um, not issue hope. Or, or hope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's, let's get past this. Um, nah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm reading this. I'm reading this differently. I think it, I think the bears watching. Oh man. Um, You've had an effect on me, Casey. Uh, it's possible there's going to be another variant. So, as you, as you well, so as you've said, Mr. Krabs, preparing to not wear masks, I would want to know that 
how are you then preparing to wear them again? Yeah. Um, because that could happen. Um, and, and I don't think we did that in this last one. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we threw away our masks. (laughs) Correct. In the summer we were having meetings and it was pretty harsh. Um, so I, I'd, I'd like to see the cycle get fought out a little bit further this time that what, what do we do if we, if we experience is which, which, what number wave is this Casey five? Is this the fifth wave? I think this is the fourth wave, fourth wave. Yeah. Um, And I, yeah. So that's, that's all I'm saying is that, is that there, it, it, there is hope, but there's also potentially the likelihood that things get worse again. It's funny that um, I, I'm kind of in the middle with both of you, which is if, when I, if you listen to the daily, there's a guy, Donald McNeil, who was on talking about the pandemic early on in the pandemic. And he talked about something called the dance which is his prediction of the next two to maybe three years of the pandemic when it, when it first started. And he's like, well, the dance is, you know, we, we institute mass mandates. We make sure that people are back to normal, whatever. And then when another, then we get slammed and we have to, the dance, we have to go back in or we have to put mass mandates back on or whatever. So I think, uh, I I think there, there has to be some realistic comparison going on being like, we're going to, we're, we're giving districts the ability to remove the mass mandates, but know that if there are more waves and there are more people getting sick and there are more people that are not uh, well and filling up hospitals, that we're going to have to reinstitute mass mandates across the cities. Or right. And I guess I would want that finally spelled out clearly to citizens. This yeah. is how <laughs> this is. Yeah, this is how it might go. And if it goes this way, this is what we're going to do again right. or differently. So. Everybody doesn't freak. Yeah. All right. What's the name of the segment, Mr. Sids? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. I need, it? I need some input. I need some, some show feedback on that. Send us some show feedback on uh, Mr. Sidden's new segment. He always, he's the, he's the segment King. He's Mr. Bodie Creative. McBoatface. We'll call it Mr. Creative. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. PC. I'm glad you liked like it. it. Yeah. I was into it. I like yeah, it. It was good. It was good. It doesn't require that much thought and you pick some good head. <laughs> Well, you picked some good headlines, so they were pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad you liked it. All right. Uh, you're on again. The All quiz. Right. How many questions in the quiz this time? Three this... for each. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Who wants we got to go any, first? We got any focus here? Topic? It, it's current events. You ready? Oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> current events, not sports. It should be. Uh, I removed the two sports. <laughs> why, why, don't, why won't you do sports for me? <laughs> I removed because the last time I did it, you were like, well, you get the easy one. Uh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go first. All right. Number one, yes. the Republican National Committee officially voted. It. Oh, and, and like it's not politics. And, <laughs> and declared as a party that the January 6th insurrection attack was a legitimate, legitimate political, political discourse. discourse. B, a wonderful it. expression of freedom. Or C, a shameful point in our country's history. That'd be A, legitimate a political correct. discourse. Very good. Number two, China accused of domestic human rights abuses against the blank chosen athlete from that Muslim ethnic group the to Uyghurs. light the flame at the opening ceremony of the 2022 Olympic Games. That is correct. The Uyghurs. Well done, Mr. Crable. Give me that Congrats. third easy one. Come on. All right, number three, a school district in Tennessee banned Arch, Art Spiegelman's graphic nozzle, novel, Blank, Mouse, which tells his Mouse. family story okay. of surviving the okay. Holocaust. All right, this is... This Sales is, uh, of the book soared as a result. So hey, annoying. So good, good luck, three. Robbie. You should have called three, that one. Four, three. <laughs> he's a little cocky. This is good. This <laughs> it's is the first funny. time he's ever gotten three out of three. <laughs> it's been it's been a while, to be fair. <laughs> All right, number uh, number one for our Dizzle in the city of Blank. Mayor <laughs> Jacob Fry suspended no knock warrants after police shot and killed Amir Locke, a 22 year old black man who was not named on any warrant. That would a, be. Minneapolis. Minneapolis is correct without even the options. Number two, Queen Elizabeth II celebrated her blank jubilee, marking 70 years as queen, the first British monarch to reach this milestone. Is it A, platinum, B, diamond, or C, golden? (laughs) This is really, this is hard. I know this one. This, no, you don't. I do. 
Okay, so how many years? Seventy. Seventy. And, she, and she's and she's ninety-five or seven. Oh dear. That know. doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's extraneous information. <laughs> 70 years. Diamond. It's called, it's called And is time. she left-handed or right? Diamond, platinum, or golden? Correct. Platinum is A. B is diamond. C is golden. Diamond Jubilee. I've heard that. Was it like a song or something? Um, she's she's 95. Not that it matters, but I'm buying you more okay. time. I said 95 or 97. I was, I she doesn't look a day over 94. Um, I feel great pressure on this one. <laughs> come on, spit it do out. Do you want? Do you want to go to the third one? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go. To the second one. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with diamond. Incorrect. It's actually oh, platinum. God, I almost said platinum. Platinum. I think diamond might be fifty. I thought golden was fifty. Uh, maybe. All right, number three. Sean White, a three-time gold medalist in blank, announced that the Beijing Olympics will be his final competition. Is he a A, freestyle skiing, B, snowboarding, or C, downhill skiing? He would be a ginger uh, snowboarder. He's the flying Are you Googling it, Robbie? Are you Googling it? No, 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 no. I know Sean White. Crable will tell you I know who Sean is. That is correct. Very good. That's two out of three. Do you want to see the two? So P- Peter Crable, you, yeah, get a trophy. you get a trophy today, but uh, there's no um, way for me to recover that one. Well, do you want me to give you the three I removed the three? I'll tell you the three I removed. This is sure. for no points. Quarterback blank announced his retirement after 22 seasons in the ben NFL. Roll. Tom Brady. Ugh, got it next. A. Aaron I'm, I, okay. Like, I didn't know that. He just Ryan oh, there's your sports one. Why didn't you? You should have answered it. Yeah, because you leaned right. into your mic like you were right. about to eat it. All right, Robbie, you get to answer this one. Okay, Wa- shut up. Washington's NFL team changed its nickname to blank, the replacing Red their old name, which was considered a racial slur to American Indians. Was it A, the Commodores? <laughs> you just like Ron Bergen. Was it A, the Commodores, B, the Chefs, or C, the Commanders? It's the Commodores, and Lionel Richie is the lead singer. <laughs> And then number three, the third one I took out was blank. The ex-coach for the Miami Dolphins is suing the NFL. Brian Flores. Brian Flores is correct. Let me tell you what. That teams racially discriminate and they're hiring your coaches. Aside from the seriousness of his suit and there, because I don't want to be very clear. I'm not making light of it. It's incredibly juicy. Um, I haven't read it. Just knowing that Bill Belichick at 67 years old can't text the right person. <laughs> text to the wrong it's, person. Oh, is that what just, Brian is? Oh, that what came up text to the wrong Brian. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. That's like, interesting. Oh, Jesus, dude. Yeah. And and that the owner of the Dolphins offered Brian Flores Cash. a yacht, a hundred grand per, ga- per game that he tanked on purpose, lost on purpose. Yeah. I oh, need it's, to read it's, this it's, now. It, I want to know. Now, aside from all that, I mean, he takes just brutal aim at systemic racism in the NFL. Um, Good. And he is not, you know, I mean, he's he's basically doing what Colin Kaepernick did. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And he's taking a stand for everyone else. I, I, I think he might have a better chance, though, of not being persona, non, gra- persona non grata because I think, I uh, you know, know. I, I think he's got some dirt that could be a real problem um, for, for some of these teams. If the Giants didn't fulfill the Rooney rule legitimately, they are in trouble, Mr. Crable. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, the, 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 you want to explain the Rooney rule? Um, We're still recording, by the way. I apologize. Yeah, for- yeah. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> Just you got to uh, interview minority candidates for every I don't know if it's head coaching or administrative or upper level job, but um, so basically the job was already allegedly promised to a different Brian and Bill Belichick texted Brian Flores was like, Hey, I'm hearing like the giants are your, your team. You got locked up. You're good to go. And Brian Flores was like, thanks coach. But my interview is not till Thursday. And the reason he had them both in his phone, both Brian's, because they were both on Belichick's staff oh, God. with the Patriots. So oh, God. here's Flores, not, re- not even having interviewed yet. And 
Belichick, who clearly, again, shows the power structure of the NFL, is tapped into the Giants' ownership, right? I mean, he's yeah. talking to John Mara, Steve Tisch, and, or, or others, and they've informed him that Brian Dable has it. They already have their guy. Oh, wow. Everybody else it's, is just walking through a process. Correct. Pointless yeah, process. Brutal. Anyway. Saying the quiet part out loud. Yep. All right. Jeez. As always, Ed's Not Dead is brought to you by Pulp Education, a full-service educational media company specializing in leadership, instruction, and 21st century school reform. Check us out on Twitter at Ed's Not Dead PC. And, of course, our website. You can get all the awesome uh, back episodes, edsnotdead.com. All right, fellas. So, uh, Crable, you've got the you've got the bungles. So do you, Siddons. I got the Rams. Uh, Crable is going skiing in two days. Yes, I am. Yes, wow. I am. Yeah, it's going very to, exciting. Are you doing? Are you going for five days, three days? No, just three. Yeah, three. Okay. Yeah. So Wednesday to Friday. Yep, you got it. Nice. Yeah. Um, Mr. Siddons, you going to West Virginia anytime soon? A couple weeks. Couple okay. weeks. Yep. Making a trip up to Scranton at some point. All right. Spring freed up. Very nice. All right. I'm probably not leaving Silver Spring anytime soon because <laughs> we all know I never do. <laughs> I need to get out. I need to get the kids. I need to take the kids away. Yeah. You, that should was go, my, you should go to some island somewhere. That was my, that was what I was thinking about doing. Is, you um, still, is your trip still valid? Yeah. I still got the, I, the you mean the, the March 2020 trip that yes, perfectly COVID, timed the COVID casualty that never Gosh, happened. I was so I was so excited when you told us. I about know, it. I know, because it was such a big. Step but it's still valid, right? Yeah, it's still valid. We still have the credits. Nice, all that stuff. So, all right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Um, please spread the word about Ed's Not Dead. Leave us some show feedback. How should how should folks leave a show feedback on, on Twitter the- or Facebook, whatever you prefer? Just make a comment. Facebook. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. All right. I was I was explicitly told I'll share it now with the listeners that I was not to bring up show feedback at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but now we're we're we want show feedback. Yes, always. All right. Okay. Rate us right. on iTunes. It gets right. more some more listeners. And we will have a guest yet unnamed on the next episode. I'm putting him on the spot, Mr. Graves. Yikes. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Ooh. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. For Casey and Peter, spread the word about Ed's Not Dead, and we'll talk to you soon. See you, fellas.